0: Welcome to Cybersecurity Growth, a show for aspiring and existing cybersecurity leaders. I'm your host, Sean Valley, Executive Director and CISO of Cybersecurity Growth, former Chief Security Officer of Rapid7 and former CISO of Tricentis. We're going to move into a category known as CNAP, Cloud Native Application Protection Platforms. And I then say, AKA container and Kubernetes security, which kind of was the last part. And like, wait, hold on, wait, what is going on here? This is the stuff that kind of blew my mind where all of these different acronyms popped up on the scene. And I said, it's just too much. It's too much for me. And I'm, I love this space. I'm really interested in the space. What about the poor people who don't necessarily love this space and have to figure out what to do with it? It's just too much. But CNAP is really interesting. I started learning about CNAP a little over a year ago, and I feel like I can help us define it pretty quickly by what we have in front of us here. The visual on my screen, but let me read the description here. CNAP, an integrated security platform as opposed to point security solutions such as CSPM, CWPP, or vulnerability management. CNAP also enables better collaboration among security, IT platform, and development teams to improve productivity and manage risks more efficiently in their cloud environments. So what do I think of this? I think of this as, there's too many acronyms. (laughs) There's way too many acronyms in the cloud security space. And this acronym, CNAP, is a tool that's bringing a bunch of solutions together. CWPP, CIEM. we mentioned that early on before, we'll dig into that a little bit more now, and C-S-P-M. And according to the visual here, right, the C-I-E-M is, is the, uh, the Identity and Access Management piece of cloud, cloud identity access management. C-S-P-M is cloud configurations. C-W-P-P is looking inside your containers, finding vulnerabilities in your containers, finding configurations and being part of your... Your operations, your product operations, your DevOps DevOps uh, lifecycle. What are some of the key components of CNAp? I like getting into this one. This slide I, l- I literally finished this morning, so let's see what fi- let's see what typos we can find in Sean's slide right now. Key components of a CNAp. Uh, there are one, two, three, four, five key components. The first one is CSPM. Cloud security posture management to monitor, identify, alert on, and remediate compliance risks and misconfigurations in cloud environments. And a CSPM is made up of of a couple capabilities here. Infrastructure as code security and compliance and governance. So infrastructure as code security to detect misconfigurations in code early in the software development lifecycle to prevent vulnerabilities at runtime. And then compliance and governance to manage compliance status, as well as remediate configuration drift and policy violations across multi-cloud environments. The second item in the key components of a CNAP is a CIEM, C-I-E-M, which stands for Cloud Infrastructure Entitlement Management. So when I hear the word entitlement, I go back to my early days of identity and access management entitlements. Who has access to what entitlements? Who has access to what, what's your identity and what's the entitlement from some other system that you have access to, you know, are you able to go into your workday environment and read something? Is that your entitlement? So entitlement management, if you're not familiar with that term, I figured I'd give a little overview. C I cloud infrastructure, entitlement management to mitigate the risk of data breaches in public clouds by continuously monitoring permissions and activities. Uh, The next area, the next key component is data protection to monitor, classify, and inspect data and prevent exfiltration of critical data as a result of phishing, malicious insiders, or other cyber threats. The fourth key component of a CNAP is identity and access management to control access to internal resources, ensuring users. Permissions grant them appropriate access to systems and data. Okay, so you got Identity and Access Management and you have Entitle Management. Okay. And then finally, the final key component of a CNAP is Cloud Workload Protection Platforms to provide visibility and control for physical machines, VMs, containers, and serverless workloads in hybrid, multi-cloud, and data center environments. So let's ponder this for just a moment here. What I'm getting from a CNAP is my guess is the latest category in the world of cloud security where we're going to create a single platform that rolls up all the other cloud security things you did before into one platform. But not not all of them because I don't see SSPM in this list, SaaS security posture management. I see this focusing around your cloud uh, your cloud infrastructure and your custom developed applications that live on that cloud app uh, cloud infrastructure i don't see this necessarily focused around your saas products that uh, are run by your saas providers like salesforce like workday maybe you maybe you uh, are hosting a saas solution it doesn't make it really saas it's more on prem maybe you're hosting uh, your on prem software in your uh, cloud provider Maybe you have an on-prem piece of software still and and you want to run it in AWS or Azure. Then I guess a CNAP can be helpful there. But I don't see this CNAP solution helping us in securing our Salesforce environments, our Workday environments, our Okta environments, just to use some examples, our Zoom environments, our Microsoft Azure environments per se. Uh, but I do see it helping us to secure our overall AWS, our overall... Uh, Our overall Azure development environments, our overall GCP environments, as well as the applications that live on them. So CNAP seems to be like saying, hey, we're going to take all these things and put it into one solution here. This definition that's on our screen here, by the way, came from Zscaler, who is a player in this space. And now might be a good time for us to look at the players that are in CNAP. Uh, I grabbed this from Frost & Sullivan, Frost & Sullivan, an analyst organization that did an analysis of cloud security players, specifically CNAP players, in 2022. So this came from uh, Frost & Sullivan's Frost Radar, their CNAP uh, report from 2022. And they have a handful of players in here from Trend Micro, Palo Alto, CrowdStrike, Lacework, Sysdig, Aqua Security, Checkpoint, Data Theorem, Orca, Wiz, Sophos, Tenable, Qualys, and NS Focus. There's, uh and there's also Broadcom. Way way down here. Uh, this is the list of players that uh, that uh, Frost and Sullivan thinks make up the CNAp market. And this is 2022. So this is pretty recent. In uh, the number one and number two spot, there's Trend Micro and Palo Alto Networks. They have merged. They, they, Sorry, not merged. They're not one. They're two, two very different companies. They have emerged as clear leaders on the growth index because of their dominant market share and consistent revenue growth over the last three years. They have a strong customer base from their core business, network security and endpoint security, respectively, uh, which enables them to cross sell their cloud security offerings both have a strong focus on cloud security and have invested significantly in technological innovations and product expansion as well as channel partner ecosystems and programs to boost the cloud security business these factors will allow them to maintain their growth momentum in the next couple years so this uh the data that i'm reading from comes from a frost and sullivan report which is definitely focused more on how do these businesses plan to grow as a business it's a little bit different than just a capability focus. Third up on the list is CrowdStrike. They're, a third, gener- they're third in the growth index. That's the, the Frost & Sullivan report. Because of its strong and consistent growth over the last three years, despite the fact that it only ranks seventh in terms of market share, Frost & Sullivan recognizes its strong customer base and better brand perception, as well as its significant focus on cloud security, which will surely enable it to maintain robust growth momentum for its CNAP in the next two to three years. Um, my little comment on this is, right, CrowdStrike is an endpoint security tool. That's what everybody knows them for. But did you know that CrowdStrike actually has a very robust vulnerability management tool like that can compete with the big players in the vulnerability management space? I bet you didn't. Did you know that recently CrowdStrike uh, released a CIEM tool, basically a, an identity management security tool, cloud security tool? I bet you didn't. Uh, did you know that, uh, that CrowdStrike has a CSPM tool? Did you know that CrowdStrike has a CWPP tool? Did you know that uh, CrowdStrike has a CNAP? They have all of these things built into the the CrowdStrike Falcon uh, dashboard. Um, they don't necessarily all play together, but you have a one-stop shop and there's something nice about having a vendor you trust who's adding more capabilities. I don't necessarily... I think of them as the leader in endpoint security. I don't necessarily think of them as the leader in any of the other spaces, but they're competitive enough to at least give a look if you're trying to figure out who to bring in on these. And I have used their tools... All the tools I just mentioned, I have used all of them, all the different CrowdStrike tools, and they're competitive enough to give a look at. Maybe they uh, they have the right mixture of capability and cost for you. Maybe. CrowdStrike is not necessarily a cheap tool in this space, in any of these spaces. Fourth on this list is Lacework. As threats and targets as threats that target cloud infrastructure continue to grow in volume and sophistication, businesses are looking for innovative solutions that help them maintain cloud security across the application lifecycle, not just the capabilities that span build to run time, but also the ability to deliver security outcomes by correlating information about risks and threats at scale. This recognition in the Frost Radar report demonstrates Lacework's, Lacework's commitment to improving the cloud security landscape with its innovative Polygraph Data Platform. That's their name. It's not you know, the old FBI thing, but they created a thing called Polygraph Data Platform, which enables security teams to gain better visibility and control over their greatest risks from a single all-encompassing platform. Based on patented cloud behavioral analytics, the platform automatically learns and alerts about abnormal behavior, offering capabilities to uncover cloud account and in infrastructure as code misconfigurations, vulnerabilities, and compliance violations. In addition to continuous monitoring of runtime activities to detect known and unknown threats and protect cloud workloads. There's a lot of words there. That was a lot of words on the Lacework thing. Uh, I know people who use Lacework and swear by it as their all things cloud security platform and I know people who use Lacework as their all things cloud vulnerability management platform as well. I've used Lacework. Uh, they also have a you know real time uh, monitoring and response capability, automated automated response, and good threat uh, threat team as well. Uh, I'm going to read a couple of these other ones here before we wrap up. I'm gonna, going to go into just kind of poke through to a couple. I'm going to talk about Checkpoint for a moment here. My right, Checkpoint is on this list here. Um, Checkpoints. Gl- Cloud Guard provides a suite of CNAP capabilities that offer customers unified security capabilities of multi-cloud deployments and automated DevOps security framework. Frost & Sullivan recognizes its commitment to innovation with its cloud security vision and its R&D and acquisition activities to expand the platform. Several important M&A and integrations have been made including Dome 9 security in 2018, Protego in 2019, and Spectral to add infrastructure as code scanning and DevOps security tools in 2022. These acquisitions will help the company expand its platform capabilities in 2023 and beyond. However, Checkpoint should still improve its CWP runtime protection capabilities to gain traction in the market. In addition, Checkpoint should enhance its go-to-market strategy and channel partner programs to increase net new customers in the future instead of focusing on existing customers' base for its CNAP business. Interesting. Frost and Sullivan giving some advice there. And let me see. What else do I have left here that I can review? Looks like I, ha- I have a couple more that I can talk about. Um, let's see what they have to say about NS Focus. They're down towards the bottom of this list, but they are on the list here. NSFocus provides all capabilities to address CNAP use cases, including DevOps security, CSPM, CWPP, CIEM, and CNWS. We have not covered CNWS yet on cybersecurity growth. The DevOps security capability helps address supply chain security challenges using solutions such as code vulnerability scanning and SAST, DAST, and IAST, So, static application security testing, dynamic application security testing. Interesting. Uh, It's the first time we've seen um, code testing in uh, any solution today. Particularly, NSFocus's CNAP can provide capabilities to protect runtime, containerized workload, uh, adaptively... Adaptively, my goodness, containerized workload adaptively through their integration with Kubernetes specific constructs and provides granular visibility into behavior and threat detection capabilities within the East West network. With a more intense focus of cloud native application development technologies, organizations are shifting from a traditional monolithic application development model model to a microservice architecture and containerized approach using more open source dependencies and libraries. Container and Kubernetes technologies and serverless computing are changing application development strategies as they enable organizations to flexibly design, develop, test, and launch their applications to the market, enhancing customer experience. The Cloud Native Computing Foundation 2021 annual survey showed that 96% of organizations are either using or evaluating Kubernetes and 93% are using or planning to use containers in production. However, the use of open source software, libraries and dependencies and registries has introduced more security threats and concerns because these application artifacts remain at risk to container image vulnerability, host security, code injection for serverless applications and compliance issues. The increasing complexity of the hybrid and multi-cloud environment as well as expanding attack surface and security operation challenges require an integration and cloud-native platform to provide organizations with visibility, control, and protection to secure modern cloud compute architectures such as virtual machines, containers, Kubernetes, serverless, as well integrate security into the software development lifecycle and help organizations effectively deal with compliances. This makes the legacy security approach outdated because it is not designed to support micro segmentation or be robust enough to keep pace with the application changes, particularly in container and serverless environments. I find this really interesting. I find this really interesting. I'm going to finish reading this. It's pretty long, but I'm, I'm continuing on. As a result, the CNCF, that was the... Uh, the computing foundation that we mentioned earlier. The CNCF has called for a paradigm shift to a shift left and shield right security model to protect cloud native applications by moving security closer to dynamic workloads that are identified based on attributes and metadata such as labels and tags. The model requires security to be integrated early and throughout the application development process lifecycle instead of only to the later phases, as well as security management for the cloud environment in which the applications are deployed and running, which is driving the need for cloud native application protection platform. With CNAP, organizations are able to deal with these security threats and challenges with an integrated security platform as opposed to point security solutions such as CSPM, CWPP, or vulnerability management CNAp also enables better collaboration among security, IT platform. Okay, got it. We're reading things that I think we're already learned, but I find this really interesting. Like CWPP, which we learned a little while ago, and now CNAp, which is kind of a container of CWPP, CSPM vulnerability management, and other stuff. Um, yeah, identity, cloud identity as well. Finally, the last, the last player vendor that I'm going to talk about in this slide is Aqua Security, which was mentioned in the Frost Radar report. And the copy says customers are looking for a broader set of capabilities that can provide them with visibility and security from build to production and across DevOps, DevSecOps, and cloud infrastructure. This means they want CNAP solutions that cover the entire stack, code, application, workload, and infrastructure. In fact, these solutions can help them achieve a holistic security Strategy, and reach a zero trust security state across different cloud environments. Okay, that's all I got there. Uh, lots of lots of players in this list, and again, there's more than 15 categories in the cloud security environment. And just look at how many players there are in just the CNAp space, which is one that is still in the early earlier growth stages. So that's our overview of CNAp. I will say this, I am live weekly on Twitch Fridays at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, 7.30 a.m. Pacific Time, and 3.30 p.m. GMT. And in your pod feeds a few days later. My name is Sean Valley from here at Cybersecurity Growth. This is all for now. We will see you next time on Cybersecurity Growth. (laughs) Bye for now, everyone.